welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I am Ashley. And we are joined again by our friend Sean. Hi, Sean. Uh, hello. Thanks for having me. And uh, this is another entry in our 13 Days of Halloween, where every day leading up to Halloween, we talk about a film that's in the horror or thriller or mystery genre. And today's film is Demons. And Ashley's going to tell us about it. So Demons was released in 1985, and it's an Italian film. And it concerns a preview showing of a film. And there's a group of people who are invited to attend this preview showing of a movie. And it turns out to be a horror film. And it has something to do with kind of zombies or, or perhaps demons infecting people, taking over people. Um, it doesn't take long before events in the movie start to kind of be mirrored by real life as the people who are in the theater um, begin to be zombified in a certain way. Um, that's kind of the setup to the movie. Um, Sean, what do, you, what do you think of this movie? Well, I'll give my first just a quick quick gut check reaction. I saw this, I think, for the first time when I was probably like 14 or so, and I own like probably two copies of it. So <laughs> to, I really, really love this movie. I think it's... Um, it's the movie is completely bonkers on so many <laughs> levels that we'll get into. Um, it's a really kind of a bad movie wrapped up with some amazing like special effects. I mean, it's a bad movie on many levels, but the, the bad for me is makes it more charming. Um, it's, you know, it's got a great pedigree. Um, Dario Argento is involved. Um, the son of a Italian horror master, Mario Bava's son, I think directed it. Um, but for me, I mean, pretty much everything about this movie works. Um, the soundtrack is really good um, by one of the members of Goblin, I believe, who are pretty famous for, like, scoring Italian horror films, zombie films. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to preface our discussion with basically saying the movie is bonkers <laughs> and it only in a way that kind of I've found that only Italians can be. Um, but, I, I mean, it's very near and dear to my heart. But that's just my off-the-cuff reaction to it in general. I thought this movie was was quite good. Um, I, I have a lot of questions on it that <laughs> sound like I don't like it, but I, I really did enjoy it. Um, I was actually, at one point, when I was watching it, I was grinning kind of from ear to ear, just thinking, like, I love 80s horror. Yeah. Uh, I love it so much. Yeah. Um, this is my first time seeing it in preparation for, for this uh, episode, and... Uh, we almost saw it. Ashley and I did uh, two years ago. We went to an all-day horror uh, film fest um, in a suburb of Chicago at the like a ninety-year-old theater, and uh, we we made it from noon to midnight. But they had one more movie, which was this, from like midnight to two a.m. And we just couldn't hack it. <laughs> and I was watching this, and I was like, "Wow, I kind of wish I'd seen this mm. in the theater," uh, because you don't set in the theater and everything. But no, um, you know, it, it starts out with us uh, kind of following a, a, a woman, a, 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 a female character, and she and her female friend get these these invites from this, um, I don't know, you want to call him the, the Phantom of the Opera dude, or <laughs> if you want to call him Destro, but he's kind of got <laughs> half of his face covered by this metal mask. And he hands out these invites to a whole bunch of people, and like they all show up, all these random people. And uh, yeah, as Ashley mentioned, uh real life starts mimicking what's happening in, in the horror movie. Um, can I just say, 
there's a there's a brother in this. Um, Bobby Rhodes, black guy, was maybe my favorite character. <laughs> He's um, definitely my number one. <laughs> I mean, dude. I mean, and the character actually wasn't really a nice guy, but dude had it together. I mean, when when people were panicking and he was trying to keep everybody in line. And whoever was doing his stuff, and the thing about these Italian movies is they dub, right? Like these voices. And <laughs> I just loved his dubbing, man. You know, he was just like, you know, don't be doing that. Do it. You know? and, and, and I was um, <laughs> I was thinking his voice reminded me of this sample from a, a KLF song <laughs> where there's the sample. It's this guy. And he's like, you know, you know, came back fat as a rat. And I was thinking like this dude, I was like, you know. Girlfriend, you know, went to the bathroom, came back a demon, <laughs> which happens. I, I, I just loved his character. Uh, and then um, I, I just have to also mention real quick, too. I loved uh, the character of Ken played by Carl Zinni because he was super cute. Um, so, no, I, I thought this movie was uh, was good. Well, I was I was super apprehensive about seeing this movie because when we almost saw it at that film festival, there was talk about how gory it was, mm-hmm. um, which it is. But again, it's one of those movies where I, to me anyway, it, and I don't know if this is a compliment or, or not, but it looked fake enough to me that it didn't bother me. Yeah, there's there's a certain you reach a certain realism where yeah, I find it off putting. Yeah, at this. This, this level, is, this, it's not like that. This is like a party gory. It's like when you watch a <laughs> film to have, it's like fun gory where you're cheering like the gore, not where, yeah, like maybe like Maniac, a movie like that where, yeah. So yeah, yeah I get that. Um, the movie has really good energy, I feel like. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. At least, I'll say at least for the first two thirds. Um, it has a really good energy. And I think the there's a, a lot of good rock and roll uh, songs. Mm-hmm. There, there's some really good artists on this soundtrack, um, Scorpions and Motley Crue, and, and that really adds to the to the mm-hmm. energy. Because, um, y- yeah, I think the last third, I don't know. I I really didn't like the ending of the movie, and I don't know if we we want to go into into what happens, but it kind of got repetitive and. I didn't like how things resolved. Um, I liked how the movie seemed to be, and the setup seemed to suggest that everything was going to be kind of centered around this movie and the movie theater. And much of the movie is, but then you learn at the end that things are much, events have taken a much broader turn. and it very, very quickly. Too. Very quickly. And it doesn't really make sense to me. I, I don't really understand it. And I, I don't really feel like it's a movie that you're supposed to spend a lot of time trying to make sense of. I think you're just supposed to experience it. And the experience for the majority of the, of the running time is, is really great. Um, like I said, uh, there were some characters who I really cared about. Um, it's weird. I don't know that there was much character development that happened, but... There's a, there's a really young couple that I really fell for and was hoping that, to see them make it through. Um, but this movie is pretty merciless in its mm-hmm. uh, in its killings. Yeah, it has a, a real quick. I'll just say that's one thing I, I'm thinking about it. It has a sprawling cast in a way. There's all these different characters, but I think one of the ways it excels is somehow it manages to in just you know an hour and a half 
make these characters distinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I can I can rattle off, you know, like the uh, the belligerent middle aged white guy and, <laughs> and, and his wife. There's the blind dude with his wife or daughter or whoever niece, who, niece who's having an affair with a bald middle aged man. <laughs> yeah. There's the black dude with who may or may not be a pimp who has, has got two women with him. There's the the two dishy guys and then the the two female leads. Uh, there's the young. Couple. I mean, you can just rattle all these people off, and and there's there's even Punkers more. That huh? Show up the punk rock dudes that show. Yeah. up. the punk rock dudes show up. Who I, I call them the Scatman Crothers of of the <laughs> of the movie. Who you know basically, I mean, you know, they they spend a whole bunch of time showing up. You know, you keep keep cutting from the main action to to this, these characters who are like, you know, you know their their plot line is going to converge with the yeah. plot line. We've and then they get there and just get killed. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think this movie is kind of like Halloween the original and Evil Dead. It just has like I I hate saying it has that punk rock energy, but like Ashley said, I mean, this movie is on the move, man. Like from the very beginning when the the chicks like on the subway and the the soundtrack's playing the Simonetti like new wave soundtrack. It's like an evil new wavey, you know, you can tell this is a horror film thing. But it's an awesome, like, you know, the 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 dude with the metal mask who thinks is stalking her through the through the uh subway station or whatever, the train station, and then she gets out, not only does she take the ticket from <laughs> from an obvious lunatic, she takes the ticket, she asks for another one for her friend. And then it's like I said, it's a lot of these horror films are based on idiots, like and what idiots do. It's like these two idiots go join a bunch of other idiots in a movie theater and then, you know, shit just goes haywire. But um, <laughs> I love how she apologizes to her friend as the movie's getting really bad. She's like, you know, I'm so sorry. This is all my fault. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah, you, you guys have hit on like, I mean, it, you know, the cast is great. The, the, is it Tony? Is it, was it Tony the pimp? Is he, is that the name of it? <laughs> yeah. He's definitely my number one favorite in the movie. I like when he's, uh, they're trying to open a door and he, everybody get back. <laughs> but there's so many, there it's, 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 it's just, it's fun. It's a fun movie. It's got a great energy about it. It doesn't take itself real seriously. Um, the blind guy's great, too. The blind guy's always yelling for his niece who's off like me. He's like, do you notice, like, he's screaming, where are you? Know, where are you? Where are you? And But when he's getting his eyes gouged out, he barely, he doesn't hardly make a peep when he gets it. He's yelling for his niece louder than he yelled when he got his eyes gouged out. That guy reminds me of the blind guy in uh, Popeye. Do you remember the blind? Oh, yeah. It's like, he's like, they, he's... I don't know whether they're like intentionally playing him for comedic effect, but he's, it's just, everything comes together in this movie to work wonder. I mean, not to mention like all the practical, the practical gore was pretty great. It's fun gore. Like Ashley said, I mean, the pulsating zip bursts and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, so earlier I mentioned I had questions. So one of the things is the big thing I was wondering, two things. All right. And this is slightly spoilery, but um, the helicopter, like, why was there a helicopter on the roof of the theater? And why did the simply, I mean, helicopters land on top of buildings all the time. Why was the helicopter being on top of, on the roof of this theater caused caused the roof to cave in? Uh, That was weird. So that didn't bother me as much as Ashley did, as it did for Ashley. But the problem I had with the movie after that is I could start to see the mechanics of the plot. All of a sudden, like when the, I could hear the writers in the writers' room being like, "Okay, we want this and this and this to happen, so this is how we're gonna do this to make it happen." And I, it didn't bug me enough to like be down on the movie, but it, it I could see the wheels turning. 
So, yeah, I think a lot of it's like, it's basically Evil Dead meets Dawn of the Dead, right? I mean, it's the, I mean, even the, the helicopter thing, the helicopter falls into the theater and then the blades start like chopping off, you know, head, <laughs> which was just, that's like a direct callback to um, Dawn of the Dead, you know, what, mm-hmm. remember, you know, that scene in uh, Dawn of the Dead. But yeah, I mean, so I think, and then like you guys said, events when they get outside have transpired, which that's <laughs> all, all Dawn of the Dead style, like zombie stuff, right? The world's being overtaken mm-hmm. in yeah. 88 minutes or whatever, <laughs> overtaken by zombies. But uh I didn't have a problem with the ending. I thought it was kind of ballsy myself. I was like, sorry about that. See you later. <laughs> and then not, no one, I mean, I, I don't want to give anything away, but like didn't seem to bother old boy too much. Did it? I mean, he was like, okay. Like he basically did a shrug. And yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> waved as he waved as the, but yeah, it's, it's a night. I mean, if I if I would have one, from, I mean, it's like eighty eight minutes. Probably it's a short movie, and it probably really would have been a better seventy five minute movie because they they could have cut a lot of the, the the punk rocker dialogue. There was a couple bits where it got slow. Not not that the movie's slow, but it could have been real lean um, and even even better if you ask me. But that's that's a minor complaint. But yeah, they did cut they cut to the punk rock guys quite a few more times than I thought on rewatch. <laughs> yeah, and. I felt like there's a scene missing um, where, the, you know, the, so they're in the theater, which, by the way, as an aside, I assumed when this, when, the, when we, they got to the theater that, like, okay, they must be filming inside a real like, movie theater. But the way they tore that up <laughs> over the course of the film, I'm like, I don't know, maybe it's a set. I, I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, it seemed pretty expanded. It seemed to, like, there was a lot of different nooks and crannies in that movie yeah. theater, right? They were... Yeah. But so at one point they're getting desperate, so they like knock a hole through the wall, and it's this room, and the room is like I don't know, it's kind of like this evil room, yeah. and it causes them to like they almost seem kind of almost frozen or they can't really do much, and then cut to hard cut to like the next scene they're all back in yeah. the, in the main auditorium, and I, I I know I looked at Ashley and I'm like oh, these are the same, these are the same people right <laughs> that we just saw in the room, and I'm like so I felt like there's a scene missing to show them getting out. Well, I think what I'd always read about the development of it was like it was planned as like a and like a creep show style anthology, and so it was like a shorter idea that they ended up just like branching into a movie. So maybe that's why there was a little there's some there's definitely a little bit of filler in there and a little. But you know what's weird? Like the the Italians, if you if you kind of go down the list of Italian horror films, I mean there are some really crazy, bonkers, awesome Italian films though. They just they just don't make sense. Sometimes characters are in and out of movies and they don't, they're in for a scene and then they're never seen again. And you're like, what was that all about? But it's like something the Italians do. I mean, it's just, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's one, there's a movie called Buio Omega. That's insane. I mean, there's nothing about that movie makes sense. It's super gory. It's pretty repulsive, but it's just, that's just like one example. Plus you guys, we had talked earlier, you guys watched house by the cemetery pretty recently. I mean, mm-hmm. That's another one. They're all just weird. They have their own like state of bizarreness. I think the that only the Italians do, um, and this is no different. But this was a more like I think it was a popcorn movie. They wanted to just make an yeah. entertaining kind of gross out film. But 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 the cast do the cast kind of shine for being you know basically just on on screen to be demon food or whatever. Yeah, they all they all are pretty. You know, 
I like the anger of the the white guy with like the white hair, so angry, like telling the kids to shut up, <laughs> just like staring, yelling at his wife on the way in. Like he took her to that for their anniversary, right? <laughs> but yeah, the, the only other thing I was uh, I thought about uh, when it was over was so you know it gets a little meta because like you know we're watching a movie where people are watching a movie yeah. for a time, and the thing I was wondering about so the movie they're watching. Where like literally the same stuff happening in that movie ends up happening to them. Was that real? So in other words, did the did the camera was there a camera crew? You know, <laughs> within the context of this film, did they take a camera crew out to film these people, and they really did turn into demons, or were they making a fictional movie about people turning into demons? Because here's the thing: this, I mean, it was a movie. There were there was there was direction, there was editing, there was a post production with like you know they, there was a score for that yeah. film. I mean, I was like so. What what was what was that you know? Well, then the, there was like that whole like Nostradamus subplot where right. and yeah, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it's it worked pretty well, but there it just there were no answers. You're right. I mean, but it was pretty cool. Like I thought it was a pretty cool plot device. I like you know the mask that is in the lobby appears. And, yes. You know, I, it it was pretty neat. But yeah, you're right. It's completely that was one of my favorite effects though in the movie was the 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 chick that got the cut on her face and she was the one that had like the swole. Mm-hmm. The swelling, pulsating, yeah. like what zit type thing that burst. Yeah, that was a good scene. But uh. yeah, I definitely liked the setting of the movie theater and that kind of meta aspect. Very it. cool. But and I also like too how sometimes you'd be watching something in the theater as people are watching the movie or, or events are transpiring, but you can still hear the dialogue from the film mm. that they're watching. And I, I it was interesting to to hear what was happening in the film in a different film while you're watching a, a, something else entirely. So it was just a, I don't know, different experience. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen a movie quite like that. Um, it also, it's bonkers like an Italian horror film. It also has some other hallmarks, which is, I think, the use of color. And there's yeah. some, there's some scenes here where, you know, the whole the whole scene is a wash in, in yellow or, or blue. And at one point, Matt was like, where's that blue light coming from? Yeah. It doesn't make sense, but it, visually it looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And so I think, yeah, the movie looks really good as well. It pops. Yeah. There's some nice, nice moments with color that I noticed again, this time through. I liked the scene where, um, is the zombies are coming like up the stairs with glowing eyes in the backlit. It's yeah. like backlit with blue is a nice, mm-hmm. and there's a couple nice exterior shots of that theater. looks cool. Like yeah. the, what was it called? The Metropole or something? Yeah. And it had, <clears throat> as night was falling, there were some neat, like dark shots of, you know, the sun going down on, on the theater and it looked, and even the special effects were cool. I mean, they they weren't realistic. Although, what does a realistic demon coming out of a chick's back look like? I don't know. But like, they were fun effects. You know, like I said, meant to kind of like get the party going. If you're watching it with a group, people are like cheering on those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you give it out of ten, Ashley? Um, I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. Okay. And uh, Sean, um, I think pretty highly of it. It's one. It's one of my favorite Italian movies. I'll, I'll give it a nine. I think. Okay, that makes it easy. I give it an eight. Uh, so our score is an eight, and it's on the tomato meter. Uh, it has a fresh sixty percent, and then an audience score of sixty-five percent, and that is demons. Um, thank you again for joining us uh, for our, our Halloween episodes this year, Sean. Yeah, thanks for having me. I always have a blast. Yeah, yeah. and thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.